out minute by minute we are in week 20 and we are talking about minutes one hour and 36 through one hour and 36 with 59 seconds i really wish i had written these as like 96 minutes and 59 seconds this is 90 this is 97 right now that we're on yeah (laughs) (laughs) baffling uh i'm megan griffin and i am joined again this week by stam Sorry, Sam Stovold. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Uh, all right. So this minute uh, is the start of, I think, just one of my favorite scenes in this entire film. Um, the first 20 or so seconds, um, we have Marta kind of running through a salon as she goes around the back end so that she can come into this abandoned laundromat without Benoit seeing her. Um, we get the first line of dialogue 22 seconds in, which is her saying hello. Uh, it really focuses on this abandoned laundromat and that there's someone sitting in a chair um, who is the direction we're facing. Can't really see because she's in or the person's in shadow and the, the way the sun's coming in. Um, and yeah, she tries to get her nerve up to... Um, gets whatever blackmail she finds from a scene nursing bag. Uh, and the minute ends with her saying, and I'm leaving with that report. One way so, or the other. Yeah. <laughs> and we get one more shot of someone in a chair in a shadow. Um, and I am really excited that we get an entire minute of not knowing who that person is. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, I think, one of the most interesting scenes in the movie because it's, it feels the least like the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's suddenly the tone shifts and it becomes so creepy. And yeah, uh, like, especially even just the reveal of that person sitting in the chair, like she comes in and you like, um, she's perfectly blocked by like a, a a pole or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the way about halfway into the minute, uh, the camera just sort of, you know, slips moves to the side and you can just see this like creepy person like slumped over in a chair yeah and it's like all of a sudden just i remember the first time i saw it it's like wait what, what, what am i watching now like it it just feels so different from the rest of the movie yeah there's a good bit of this movie is very warm colors especially in the house like it's a weird house and it's not necessarily a warm house but it is a warm palette and we get the like really really um shocking scene of when Harlan kills himself uh, that that everybody was like, oh, I didn't expect that to actually be shown. And then this is kind of, I think, the next like real shocking moment of just like, what is going on? Who is blackmailing her? Um, I don't remember who I thought would be in the chair. Like I was trying to, while watching this, I was like, ah, oh, it would be great if I could remember you know, who I thought was doing the blackmailing at the time. <laughs> I know that I, who it ends up being was not who I expected. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you 
who I thought it was. Do you remember? I'm not. Uh, I'm not great at like who done it types of things. <laughs> I I know there's a lot of uh, people that are are fans or are um, you know just people in the audience are like, oh man, who's it gonna be? Like, what are the clues leading <laughs> up to this? And I'm more just like. Well, I can't wait to find out what happens next. You know, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not great at like the guessing ahead as I'm watching a movie. I'm sure. Um, sure. So, I definitely wasn't. It wasn't so much like who's blackmailing her. It was just like, what is happening now? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so, I I don't remember if I had a specific thought either. I definitely wasn't expecting it to be who we see who it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, tomorrow, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a specific <laughs> recollection of like a, a suspect or a blackmailer that I had in mind. This laundromat baffles me because I keep saying that it's abandoned, but there's still washing machines and dryers in here. So like, is it abandoned? But there's not any kind of like area where at least so my experience with laundry mats is much smaller than this building is but there's like an area in the middle usually of more laundry or washing and drying machines but also an area where you can fold things and uh so i know. think this i think it is abandoned i believe in the previous minute you can actually see a sign on the outside that says um like vacant property available to lease or something like that oh, okay okay um so it looks like it was just uh, abandoned in a hurry, <laughs> and they did not bother yeah. to take all their machines. I mean, I just that as expensive as those machines are because I recently had to consider purchasing them. Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I would have taken them off your hands. <laughs> That's all I could think. <laughs> oh, I love it though. It's so like what, you were talking about the house, and um, I think there's. The house becomes, it's, you know, it's like elegant and it sort of is comfortable. And like you said, it's a, the very warm colors. And so mm -hmm. you sort of get used to the movie taking place in the house. And it's always like a little bit jarring or a little bit unsettling in any scene, I feel, when it moves outside of the house. And it's true. Because true. even her apartment is very cold in comparison. Yes. And, um, yeah, I, I just feel like that's there's an intentional aspect to it of uh, you, you, the movie wants you to feel comfortable in the house. Like, Knives Out is the mm -hmm. house. And so every time it moves outside of the house, um, it always feels a little off-kilter to me. And I feel like this is the epitome where it's like, this is the absolute furthest that the movie ever gets from the house. Like, it's just yeah. this, it's all, it's all blues, it's dim and there's just you know, like it's dingy and dirty and I think it's, it's the it's, first time you really kind of feel fear like oh something bad could happen someone's dead but this is the first time you're like oh something bad can actually happen here it, yeah exactly because um <laughs> yeah I was talking about uh, in yesterday's minute just how this movie is just endlessly entertaining to me but this is one of the few moments where like the tone shifts like uh because e even at the part, like, you know, you mentioned where you see, you do see um, Harlan slit his own throat, like, it's shocking, but it's like, oh my god, I need to see more. I'm like, I'm still so invested right. in this. And this is like the first moment where the movie it actually does, it like, it shifts genres. It almost feels like a horror movie or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's definitely done well. It's we stay in this room for the next two minutes as well, um, so it is a good bit, and it just I don't know. Um, I also appreciate so she runs through a salon mm-hmm. and goes out the back door, and my first thought was cool. We kind of understand her anxieties. She, I am not the kind of person, if I walk in, I'm going to be like, can I go out your back door? Can I, <laughs> like, I'm trying to escape from someone. Can I run out your back door? I wouldn't just walk through and go through somebody's back door and nobody gives her a second glance. Like, do you do this often? Uh, I, so I did appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. It's just that old thing where if you, if you walk anywhere with purpose, uh, nobody's going to question you on it, you know? <laughs> True. Just act like you're supposed to be there and doing this and everybody's like, well, okay. Maybe that maybe that's like the manager's daughter or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, I like that that moment too, and it, it does make me wonder. Like, is she familiar with this uh, salon? Like, how does she I guess. like? Because she walks so purposefully straight to the back, yeah. so she knows exactly where she's going. Like nobody gives her a second glance, <laughs> which is it, it. It has to be small enough town that this is her salon. That that is the only vibe I'm getting is you know, they know who she is. Maybe in the past that maybe there used to be a relationship where she'd go pick up the dry cleaning. I don't know. <laughs> She's a nurse. I really hope she wasn't picking up his dry cleaning because from the sounds of it, they had a great relationship. But <laughs> <laughs> might have been something Fran had to do. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the the missing uh, nursing bag finally shows up, which has been. Um, kind of one of the big questions of this movie like what happened to it especially mm-hmm. um because it, it earlier scenes she tries to climb up and find it again and it's kind of been that one thing where it's like well if you screwed up and you're responsible who took the bag and of course the blackmailer did yes um but yeah it's uh yeah, it's good to see her reunited with her medical bag. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh I I really uh I love her sort of being put into this um like creepy tense situation and you can see her sort of like stealing herself and taking a deep breath and then she like puts on like this hat like all right, I'm going to be a strong fierce <laughs> movie protagonist and Yes. Uh, like I love her whole basically where she says alright listen this is what it's going to be like and she like lays it all out there like I don't know who you are I don't know why you're doing this one way or another we're going to we're going to take care of this now today and that's like where right. this minute stops like <laughs> so it's just her and, and we know how you know how horribly anxious that this anxiety yeah. inducing this entire thing must be like this moment like there's just some creepy person sitting in a chair in the dark and like I you know I I really love Marta for putting on this brave face and uh, just showing an outward strength that she cannot possibly be feeling inside (laughs) no and it's it's really cool Um, I haven't seen anything else with the actress that's not true I have Um, recently there's a Keanu Reeves movie where like he's finishing a project while his wife and maybe kids went on to something and like 
gets terrorized and she's one of the people that ends up terrorizing them. Anyways, <laughs> it's it speaks volumes to how great of an actress she is. Um, because this was the first thing that I know for sure that I saw her in or like mem- remembered her. Um, and the, the minute that we had yesterday and this one, the amount of emotional and, and tension and just anxiety and being able to to still show that while also trying to be strong. Like it is, it, there's such depth here that it's, it's incredibly impressive. And the, the new James Bond isn't out yet, but I know that she's going to play, she's, she's a character in that. And I'm curious to see. (laughs) It is like the one thing that stuck in my mind is like, they did Knives Out and they also did (laughs) (laughs) James Bond together. And I'm curious to see, because you know, a Bond girl is not going to be someone who is hesitant or uh, as anxious as Marta is. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be it'll be really cool to see. Yeah. The one other thing that I have seen her in, um, this was the first thing I saw her in, but I since have seen uh, Blade Runner 2049. How was that? It was really good. I liked it better than the first one. <laughs> um, and yeah, she's really good in that, too. It's a pretty different role. Um but yeah, my 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 heart is with Marta. I I love her so much in this, and uh, so it's, I feel like based mostly on this movie, like I want to see what she continues to do. Like she's she's so good, and um, yeah, she's carrying these two scenes for <laughs> sure. These two minutes, like it's it is all on her. I don't understand what knives out would be without her which i mean we don't have to imagine it for this movie but we know there's sequels coming and so the idea that marta won't be like the emotional center of the movie is so weird to imagine and i agree i agree like i Um, I love benoit blanc i love spending time with him but so much of what i love about this movie is like just the like the heart and the emotion that you get with following marta's story and it's so difficult for me to even wrap my mind around what what a sequel would look like that's not centered around her. <laughs> well, you should start thinking about it because we're going to talk about it for tomorrow's episode. I, yeah, but, I, uh... <laughs> I have. <laughs> uh, but today you briefly touched on um, that you are the kind of person when you watch murder mysteries that you're like, I am in, just give me the story and you're not like actively trying to solve it. Mm-hmm. How do you? But but do you actually enjoy murder mystery films? Is it something that you would pick for yourself? Or do you have a favorite? I mean, uh, what is your relationship with murder mystery movies? Uh it's no, I don't have a huge history with murder <laughs> mystery stuff. Um, sure. Probably my my most formative um, murder mystery anything is uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns? Two parter of The Simpsons. Uh, that I okay. as a kid. <laughs> I assumed Clue was going to come out of your mouth, and so thank you for surprising me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Clue is it's definitely in the mix too. Uh, I would say uh, The Simpsons and Clue, and then if I can just uh, give a shout out to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, another also a great choice. Yes, which like <laughs> like this movie features disappearing ink. <laughs> um, so. Uh yeah I don't know I don't know like um there that's not not something that I'm like avoiding by any means sure uh it's just not the usual thing that I go to but a, a movie like Knives Out is just so enjoyable that it's 
like the genre is almost well i'm not gonna say it's, it's not important because it's incredible like this whole movie is like a you know a deconstruction and yeah of uh murder mysteries and it's it's so good and i know there's so many things that i would appreciate if i were like a more hardcore murder <laughs> mystery fan but i feel like i can still see all the amazing things that are going on in it to some extent yeah i, I think this movie is like a rarity in that it's um is just a murder mystery like i feel like to get on the big screen it has to either be clearly agatha christie um <laughs> Or it has to be something that has enough of a twist. Like, there are so many sci-fi movies that, like, if you break it down, you're just watching a murder mystery. Um, right. And... Or even, like, you know, like, the Scream movies are basically, like, murder mysteries. It's like, who Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, I love those movies so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are, yeah, I just watched all those during quarantine. It's great. <laughs> um, the, the, I think it's the 10-year anniversary of 4 was, like, this past week or something. So I was like, oh, that's enough of a reason. I need to pull them all out and just watch them again. I, I only just saw 4 for the first time. So good. <sighs> so good. I <laughs> was probably the only person who bought a ticket in advance to go see 4. Like, I can't – that is my favorite series oh. the Scream movies. It is – and I know I pre-ordered the DVD because my best friend still teases me about it to this day. He's like, you don't need to pre-order it. I was like, I'm going to pre-order it. It's it's a <laughs> sign of my allegiance to this franchise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what other, uh, like, what, what about you? Like, what are, what are your, um, like, aside from the screams, like, <laughs> are you a murder mystery person? I am. I am. I am. I, I find that murder mystery without like anything extra tends to be more of a TV thing. Um, and actually one of my favorite detective novelist, Harlan Coben, um, has started like really getting into releasing his stuff as um, TV shows or movies, particularly like they love him in Europe. And so it's a, there's a lot of Netflix series uh, the Stranger, uh, The Boy in the Woods, uh, Tell No One, that are all based on his books. So uh, in he's got one that's coming out soon, and I'm totally blanking on what it is, but it's I think it's going to be in French. Because basically the stuff I've seen on social media is a lot of English-speaking people upset that it's not in English. <laughs> so, um, But that's where it tends to be is, you know, the TV shows and, like, a limited-run thing. And um, even... Um, Harper's Island is still one of my favorite shows that came out in 2009 and I it was during the summer and like next to nobody watched it but I think I own it now because I was just like I I watch it like every 15 months or so because it is such a fun um it's it's essentially a retelling of an Agatha Christie story but updated and with actors that I really like so Mm. I'm I'm all for it it is kind of my comfort like background noise i guess (laughs) okay so well then this movie is uh i can see why you're hosting and not just (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, yes what uh what like what even is there that has come out like you're you're mentioning that it can't just be straight up murder mystery i'm trying to think like aside from agatha christie because we had murder in the orient express pretty recently sure and other like was gosford park like the last thing i'm trying to think like the last just straight up murder mystery yeah um oh god i it really is more of a tv thing 
It really is. Like every my first instinct is like here are all the TV shows that I've watched. Um but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head another one that has been probably in the past 5 10 years. I'm so glad that the the studio let this happen. <laughs> I am too. I think it I I think that had not a ton of big names been attached, it would have been a really good indie film mm-hmm. um, that probably would have still done well because it's Ryan Johnson. But I think it really benefited the the whole genre benefited from this movie, where you know everybody in this cast you know from somewhere else. Oh my gosh, this cast—it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> it really is. Um, and they joke about like Lifetime murder movies and in, in this, but it's it's in a it's in a nice kind of way, I guess. Like yeah, you it's know, friends fa- talking about it, and it, it's. I I think there's there's definitely affection for yeah. the, the genre, while also acknowledging silliness of it, which is exactly kind of like my favorite mode. Is uh, <laughs> I mean that could be a lot of why I like Last Jedi so much is it's like a celebration of Star Wars while also yeah. being like. But also, you know, it's kind of goofy sometimes too, and <laughs> I don't. It, it, it just strikes. Star Wars is goofy. Star Wars is goofy. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, like, and that's fine. That's something we should be fine with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know. I love towing that line. Like, it's absolutely a celebration of it, of um, yeah. of murder mysteries and whodunits. But it also is having so much fun with it. It's like it, we're not just taking it seriously. Like this is. This is a fun genre. It's fun to think about. It's fun to it's fun to like live in this world of this yeah. movie. And mm. I somehow t- talked about murder mystery shows and didn't mention Riverdale, and it just oh, hit yeah? me. I was like, like Riverdale is like my favorite. Riverdale is an awful show. I am not actually saying anybody should go watch Riverdale, but if you really hate or really love terrible media, Riverdale is a great murder mystery show. Intriguing. Only in the fact that, like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense because they're like, we have a murder. And then in interviews, it's like, so you guys know who the murder is? And they're like, nope. At some point, it'll just reveal itself. <laughs> it's uh, like, what? The, <laughs> Hold the, on. Okay, so the creators are making it up as they go along? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Pretty uh, much. So. I always appreciate when they're uh, upfront about that. So, oh, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh is there anything else that we want to address about this minute? Um, no, scene continues tomorrow, and I'll have more to say there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm good for minute ninety-seven. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for Tuesday's episode. Do you want to go ahead and plug your social media and podcast again? Uh, yes, I do have another podcast. Um, Reopening the wormhole. Uh, it was a Star Trek Deep Space Nine podcast. Nice. Um, we watched every episode of that in random order and <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh that was a, a really yeah no, it was a fun project at the end of every episode of recording we would um spin the dabo wheel which is a a Deep space nine thing and then we would see where we would land we'd find out what our next episode was going to be so not a trekkie and i think i've only seen one star trek movie like that's how this is Star Trek, right? 
Star- not yes. embarrassing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I said Star Trek. You're good. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Again, just not enough caffeine in me right now. So I was like, crap, did I miss here? Anyways, um, and there's not been much that has been like convincing for me to watch it, but this is enough to convince me to listen and watch along. So I might actually have to give this a shot. Oh, boy. Well, have fun. Random order. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a journey. Our, our first episode is literally the second part of a three-parter, and we were like, what are we doing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. I will check that out. <laughs> um, so we, we did finish the whole run. That was like 173 episodes, but um, we're still cow. we're still pushing, putting stuff out like once a month. Um, right now, we're going through all the Ferengi episodes of other Star Trek shows, also in random order. So, um, <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So check that out. A lot of fun. All right. Um well, while you're checking that out, uh, you can go follow us um, on Twitter at Knives Out Minutes, all one word. Uh, if you can, also, if you're enjoying it, go ahead and hop on and uh, rate, review on whatever uh, podcatcher. I was about to say star catcher, man, my brain. Um, Dream catcher. Rate, <laughs> rate, review, subscribe, whatever you want to do on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, We will be back tomorrow to talk about the next event.